This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome, Merry Christmas. It is the Boxing Day edition of the Known and Never preview show brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. I'm your host, Anka Bromley. And this week, we are looking ahead to Burnley's home fixture on Boxing Day against Liverpool. Who doesn't love a Boxing Day fixture? Well, we don't love them when they kick off at 5.30 in the evening, but we'll more about that on the episode. Um, because of the fixture congestion and the fact that it is Christmas period, we are recording tonight's episode straight after the full preview, so you'll see a few similarities. Also means, well, I've put a hat on for continuity purposes, um, but also we're going to have a few missing bits in here. We won't have a match reaction from Fulham, because we'll have no idea what happened then. Um, we won't probably have referee details or any squad news, depending on how that game goes, but we will have all the stats facts and analysis that you need ahead of that Liverpool game. I'm joined by Statman Dave, of course, he is the king of the previous show, and we managed to get George back on again, the lazy little thing, decided to disappear for a few months. We got him on once, we've dragged him on a second time. So, hang on to your Santa hats, listeners. Let's go. Merry Christmas, Merry Boxing Day, Dave, George. It's like I only saw you five minutes ago. Or 10 minutes ago, specifically. What a fantastic 3-0 win at Fulham, though. And I can't believe we were all right. That we got absolutely, like, ran all over them and, and all the results went against us and we're going to survive. <laughs> we don't know. We've got no idea. What do you reckon? Let's have a quick prediction. We all predicted a win. Do we think we were right? This hat's going to get on my nerves. Uh, we, do you think we were right, George? I, I definitely think we were we were right, and I to be honest, I thought we were going to go under the false pretense that we were recording this on Christmas Day and that we were that, that dedicated. So I was gonna I was gonna talk about my my Christmas dinner I've just eaten, which was superb, and and I opened my presents and I got everything in the world I ever wanted. Which at this point it's just film stock. It's so expensive. So I, I've opened all my presents. I'm having a fantastic Christmas and um, hoping the same for all the clarets listening out there. Yeah, I mean, we definitely wish we we do hope you all had. A fantastic Christmas day, and that you managed to spend time with family, friends, loved one, whatever your family unit looks like. Um, and yeah, we don't know what happened with the football. Dave, how was your imaginary Christmas? Do you reckon? Um, <laughs> this isn't the way I expected this podcast to start. I'm not going to no, lie. No, I'm, 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 I'm not going to go down that route. Oh, you see, this is what happens when we invite George on. Chaos <laughs> ensues. Well, let's not start dwindling um 
because this could literally go anywhere. We have got a preview show. It's going to be a shortened podcast, listeners, um, for this very reason. We're not quite sure yet what's going to happen. Um, so let's, though, let's give our listeners a Christmas quiz, Dave, because they only have to deal, they have to think about it for this episode, don't they? What have you asked our listeners for their fun quiz for the Liverpool preview, please? Well, it's yet another festive quiz question. Uh, this week, just a fun quiz question relates to goals scored in matches played on the 26th of December, a.k.a. Boxing Day. Can you name both of Burnley's joint top scorers in competitive matches played on Boxing Day? So there's two players who've played for Burnley who are both scored the same number of goals, which is the top scorers on Boxing Day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. excellent. Answers at the end of this episode. Start guessing, please. Dave, kick us off straight away. George, we're going to come back to you. Don't go anywhere. Um, you still look like you're on like the front line of World War Two on the Christmas Day. Um, is it what was it called? Was it the? It wasn't Armistice Day, was it? What was no, it? Pe- pe- people listening to this episode are going to think, "What on earth, Shadow?" Like, it's just because I've got a, a nice burly mustache. Uh, so you'll have to check That's out the YouTube true. edition um, to, to see it. Podcast listeners, that you're missing out on Santa hats, Dave's festive background, and George's very weird 1940s mustache which does make him look like he should have starred in Memphis Bell. Check out our, or just go to our Twitter page because I'm going to tweet a little bit of this. Um, I've, I've thrown off. This is chaos edition. This is a chaos edition. Dave, we've had a quiz question. Let's go straight into our preview, please. Um, Liverpool at home, Boxing Day, Ugh, 5.30 kickoff live on Amazon Prime. I'm very cross with this. 5.30 in the evening is no business for a football game for Boxing Day when you've got life fans who want to go back home to their families and celebrate Christmas. But never mind, one for another day. Match results summary, please. I can't imagine this is going to be pleasant. Um, all but one of the previous 45 seasons we've spent in the same league as Liverpool have been in the top flight. Uh, the only time the okay. two teams met in second tier was in 1904-05, so quite a while ago. Uh, Burnley have accumulated 19 wins and nine draws in the league games against Liverpool at Turf Moor. And the visitors have chalked up 17 away wins. Despite having more wins, Burnley are behind in terms of goals scored, with 65 compared to 68, which have been conceded. Uh, Liverpool's eight previous away trips in Premier League season since 2009 have yielded seven away wins, with just a solitary home win for Burnley, which was by a 2 0 scoreline in a memorable match in the early part of the 2016 17 season when first half goals from Sam Vokes and Andre oh. Gray near the victory. That is two episodes in the space of recording one evenings where we've had Sam Vokes mentioned. Dave, this is why I hire you. You're amazing. Okay, one to remember, one to forget, please. Uh, Burnley and Liverpool have met on seven previous occasions on Boxing Day with four of those seven matches taking place at Turf Moor. There have been two Burnley wins and two defeats. We can provide a quick overview of all four, starting with our ones to forget. On Boxing Day 1969, Burnley suffered a heavy 5-1 defeat to Bill Shankly's Liverpool side, which went on to finish fifth in the Old First Division. Burnley, meanwhile, went on to finish 14th. On Boxing Day, though, at Turf Moor, the visitors race into a 3-0 lead at half-time, with goals from Ian Ross, Bobby Graham and Chris Lawler. It got worse for Burnley, conceding further goals to Peter Thompson and Ian Callaghan, 
before Brian O'Neill eventually found the net with a rebound for a late consolation after his late penalty had initially been saved by Tommy Lawrence. Burnley also suffered defeat to Liverpool more recently at Turf Moor and Boxing Day in a narrow defeat in 2014. The Clarets played extremely well during the first half and were unfortunate not to be ahead at half-time. And it eventually took a goal from Raheem Sterling to break the deadlock and give the visitors a 1-0 victory they barely deserved, as illustrated by the Burnley Express headline, which was Pockets Picked. I'm loving these headline references, Dave. Can we keep these? These are great. I really mm. like them. Uh, the opposite match then, please. Uh, well, yeah, we've got two. We have two ones to forget. We've got also got two ones to remember. Ooh. Two to remember. Two to remember. Um, our two Boxing Day home wins over Liverpool were 77 years apart. The first, way back in 1896, had a dramatic start with Wilf Toman finding the net inside the first 20 seconds at the B-hole end. The visitors levelled it at 1-1 after five minutes through Frank Beckton before two more goals from Billy Bowes gave Burnley a 3-1 lead at the break. Tom Chambers scored again for Burnley in the second half to make it 4-1 and seal a comfortable win. And then in 1973, Burnley were the Boxing Day victors once more. There was another early goal as Paul Fletcher found the net with a header in the third minute, again at the B-hole end, and it remained 1-0 at half-time. But the visitors were awarded a penalty on the hour after Colin Waldron fouled another player we've mentioned uh, earlier in the uh, in the previous episode, uh, Kevin Keegan. He was playing for Liverpool at the time. Uh, he took the spot kick himself, but sliced the shot and it skimmed the outside of Alan Stevenson's post and went behind. However, Liverpool did find a leveller in the 84th minute with a volley from Peter Cormack. Within a minute, Ray Hankin forced a shot in to win the match, 2-1 for the Clarets. Lovely stuff. Good hist- history there. Oh, heck, I've lost my script, Dave. What's going on? Okay. Uh, we definitely want to have an opposition view, I don't think. Um this is quite difficult to know whether we've got an opposition view, listeners, I'm afraid, because we're recording this ahead of the Fulham game. You know what? If we've got an opposition view, we'll slot it in here. We'll have a quick break. If not, you'll hear from us in a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Referee news, please, Davido. Uh, yes, we do have referee news. They're, they're very organised <laughs> over Christmas, are the PGMOL and the ah. uh, 
you give them in advance. Uh, Paul Tierney of Wigan will have only just got over celebrating his 43rd birthday on Christmas Day before he has to get back to work and take charge of our match against Liverpool on Boxing Day. His previous 20 Burnley matches go back to 2013, and as well as showing a controversial red card to Brian Stock in his first ever Burnley match, that was an FA Cup third-round tie Brian at Barnes. Stock. Brian Stock. He's also dismissed two other Burnley players, namely Nathan Collins and Matt Lowton, both in Premier League matches in the later stages of the 2021-22 season. Burnley have picked up seven wins and five draws, as well as suffering eight defeats in his previous matches. And the yellow card count stands at 26 to Burnley players and 22 to our opponents. It's just over 12 months since Paul Tierney refereed a Burnley match. That was a 1-0 home win against Norwich City in the Championship in October 2022. Simon Hooper will have control of the slow motion replays as the video assistant referee for this match. What did you start to call the VAR? Goal disallowed technology or something? GDT, uh, I can't yeah, goal, um, uh, disallowed system. Yeah, it's, yeah it seems to like be. Incredible. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, so it's pretty difficult, as we were saying before, George, to ascertain how this game's going to go. We're not really sure what happened at Fulham at this stage. And also, uh, we're not really going to know <laughs> which Burnley side showed up for that. Uh, generally speaking, a home tie against Liverpool is probably one of those that we're not expecting to get anything from. So can we therefore use this as a free hit and just try and play with a little bit more freedom? Or are you more tempted to really tighten up and try and be a bit more defensive? I think at this point, um, especially in our home games, uh, especially when things on the pitch aren't going going our way, you've got to come out and be positive and um and give the fans something to to get behind, I suppose. Uh, so I don't think if we if we um, veered from from our usual style of play and went all defensive all of a sudden, I don't think that's the way to go about things. So hopefully we're positive, uh, go after Liverpool, and um, you know it's, it's one of those games where we're not expected to pick up points from. But um, in the games where we are expected to pick up points from this season, we haven't picked up points. So we may as well flip it on its head and, and get points from these kind of games in the second half of of the season but boxing day football is just fantastic isn't it i mean 5 30 notwithstanding um i remember we always used to seem to play barnsley on boxing day so it's nice to be playing a big team um this time around and uh one we won't get confused with in the in the national newspapers so looking yeah, forward to it time. and um, it'll be my first i mean my first game on turf more in like four months so I, i'm personally very much looking forward to it and seeing faces that i've not seen in a while good well it's good very good to have you back george you and uh, now you disappear off the other end of the country. It's nice to have you there. Um, I remember going to Barnsley. I remember, do you remember that Barnsley Boxing Day fixture that got called off like five minutes before the game started? We were all... The Barnsley fans were so wonderfully hospitable. They just invited us all into the pubs and drank with us till we got our coaches back. Happy memories. Um, score prediction then, please, George. Not much to talk about, I'm afraid. Yeah, um... Let's just go for 2-1 two, one, two, one to Burnley uh, and another big Merry Christmas to all Burnley fans. And we're, we're flying now. We're almost out of the relegation zone. <laughs> Dave, ease out I'm of this gonna, nonsense. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the fence and say we're going to get a draw. It's going to be 1-1. One, one. I think we'll win at Fulham. We'll get a draw against Liverpool. That'll take us to 12 points after 19 games, which will be the same as we had 
um, in that 2018-19 season when we survived. So that might give us a little Look bit of... Look at this. This is amazing. Where are you two pulling this positivity from? I am loving it. I'm going to say 2-0. I think it's going to be a... Um, do you know why I think it's going to be a thing? Jurgen Klopp, I can't stand the man anyway. It drives me insane. Those comments about how it's always a Merry Christmas when you go to Burnley or whatever nonsense it was. I would love it if we beat them. Love it. There you go. I'm going to say Burnley going to win 2 that's a That's the third Kevin Keegan reference in the space of two, two episodes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're nothing if not predictable on that. Actually, we're not predictable. We're predict predictably chaotic if there's such a thing. Um, the non and ever podcast regular listeners will know that very well. Um, I'm going to say 2 0 home win. Um, Staff of the week then, Dave, please. Another Santa okay. Boxing Day. Actually, this is a proper one. I didn't know this until recently that actually Boxing Day is called Boxing Day because that's the day when traditionally you've got your presents. Christmas Day was a day for feast and family and church and all of that things. And Boxing Day was a pagan ritual where you exchange gifts. Did not know this. So you mean, you mean to say that when I don't get what I want on Christmas Day, I can then wake up with excitement on Boxing Day that I'll get it then? My darling grandma, who I miss terribly and it breaks my heart every day that I don't have her, she used to give us Boxing Day bags. So we used to have, just have a present because we were kids and we didn't understand why Santa didn't bring us presents and everything. We got our presents as normal on Christmas Day. But she used to come to our house on Boxing Day and she carried on that tradition with big bags of Boxing Day presents. So we had big Boxing Day bags to open on Boxing Day when we were kids. And she was so wonderful. She used to do, She used to wrap all the little things that were like, not what we wanted, but we needed. So like a box of tissues or a, a new like tin opener, you know, like like really useful things that were just silly daft presents. I don't do, I love, anyway, sorry, I digress. Dave, give us a Boxing Day gift of a miscellaneous Saturday of the week, please. Okay, uh, due to a, how should I put it, slow start to the season, most of the contemporary stats are far too depressing at the moment. So I've tried my Amen. best this week so I've tried my best to find a stat this week that's a little bit more positive. Ooh. One of the benefits of having a detailed match database with all of Burnley's past results is I can run some quirky queries and then throw out some quirky stats. Our one and only home win of the season so far, the 5-0 annihilation of Sheffield United, was the 183rd time that Burnley have scored five or more goals in a competitive match and the 157th time in the league. All but one of those matches have ended with a Burnley victory. The odd one out was not even a draw, but astonishingly a defeat, which was a defensive horror show at Blundell Park in late October 2002. Remarkably, that match finished Grimsby Town 5, uh, Grimsby Town 6, sorry, Burnley 5. Wow, entertaining game. It's a good start that day. That's a great one to, to pull out of the bank there. Okay. Um, I don't think there's anything else we need to cover football-wise. I think we're just going to do a very short uh, show just to give our listeners something to listen to. George, anything to add before we hand over? Well, I, I, I note that Dave mentioned Tommy Lawrence's name um, early on when he was recounting a, a match of years gone by. If if, if viewers haven't, um, there'll be very few who haven't seen it, but uh, just Google Tommy Lawrence um, uh, interview and it's just a fantastic clip where this former Liverpool goalkeeper, Tommy Lawrence, uh, legendary Liverpool goalkeeper, gets stopped in the street uh, and he's asked about 
the Liverpool versus Everton rivalry um, and a specific game. Um, and he replies, yeah, I was playing in it. I was in goal. <laughs> and, oh, and obviously I've seen the interview, that. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't recognise him. So uh, just go and watch that if you haven't. Um, and I've just seen a new Wonka film, which is fantastic as well. So that's a, a little tip, a film tip that. for you. Yeah. Go and watch Wonka. There you Merry go. Christmas. Known and Ever Film Club. Um, we, uh, I'm going to see it over Christmas. Um, cannot wait. I, um, I think it's going to be spectacular. I think I'm a big fan of Timothy Chalamet anyway. And it feels at this point that Hugh Grant was born to be an umpa from what I've seen so far. I think that's going to be spectacular. Can't imagine that's a film that's going to resonate with you particularly. No, not, not one for you, Dave. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the Christmas Grinch now and say, do we really need a third Wonka film after yes. already having two? Yes. Well, no, because we didn't need the second one. We didn't need that weird Johnny Depp one. That that was unnecessary. The original, but that was just a reboot. This is a prequel, so we do need this one because it's the backstory. Yes, George. Well, and and what I would say is that um, my answer to when people say this is that it's not for reals, but it's for the generation now. Because you guys, you guys, you know, you might have been around when the original was released, but I wasn't. And so for me, the Johnny Depp one. You've Depp seen one, the original though. Surely. Well, funnily enough, so no, so I hadn't until I, I went to watch Wonka and was was delighted at how incredible it was, and then it gave me the the itch to watch the original. So I I've watched it now as of last week, and yeah, fantastic. Yeah. The Gene Hackman thing, so. original is far 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 better than the Johnny Depp one. I don't I, listen. It I is. don't get offended by the Johnny Depp one, but it's not the. We didn't need the Johnny Depp one because the original's a perfect movie. So yeah, and like you were saying, Natalie, this is a great addition as a as a, as a prequel. Yeah, and, exactly. And as as a lover of the original, you'll see many um, many references to it, so you'll enjoy that. It's a fantastic film. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed the first ever edition of the Known and Ever Film Club. Um, coming to a podcast provided before long, we might branch into a book club. We might branch into a music club. Who knows? But do send in your favorite. Send us in your favourite movie recommendations, please. What can we watch over the Christmas holidays? You can tweet us, you can send any message over our social media pages, or you can email us at previewshow at nonanever.net or the soon-to-be-created Nonanever Film Club at nonanever.net. Don't email that yet, I haven't created it. Um, that is all we've got time for. Listen. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. I'm Good gonna... question. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so... I suddenly genuinely did move into producing the Known and Ever Film Club and I forgot about the actual podcast we were doing. So where am I up to? FPL reminder. Okay. We mentioned firstly in our Fulham preview a couple of days ago, the fantasy Premier League deadline for the set of matches starting on the 26th of December will be 11am on Tuesday morning. This is an hour and a half before the lunchtime kickoff at St. James Park for Newcastle versus Notts Forest. So FPL managers, make sure you get your team selection in there and Festive green arrows to you all. Message from Adam. Dave, you've still got, I was going to get cross with you, you've still got don't forget in an unnecessary large font on the script. As it turns out, that was quite needed today. But do you want to give us your quiz answers, please? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, earlier in the show, we asked you, can you name both of Burnley's joint top scorers in competitive matches that were played on Boxing Day? And the answers were Frank Casper, and Andy Lockhead have both scored four goals for Burnley in matches played on December 26. Frank Casper's four goals were scored across three different matches between 1968 and 1972, uh, but all four of Andy Lockhead's goals were in a 6-1 home win against Manchester United 
on Boxing Day 1963. Good stuff. Thank you, Dave. Excellent. That is all we have time for, a very short, quick review ahead of that Liverpool game. For everybody who does make it to Turf Moor on Saturday night, um, no, Tuesday, whatever day it is, Boxing Day, do enjoy it. Um, and we hope you've all had a very lovely festive period. We'll be back at some point before we return for the next fixture to give you the next preview show. So keep an eye out on social media. Uh, best wishes as ever for the Christmas period from us to all of our listeners and family and friends. Thank you to George and to Dave for joining me over this festive period and producing the podcast. It's much appreciated. Um, this has been the Known and Never podcast. I've been Natalie Bromley. Until next time. The Known and Ever podcast is brought to you in association with the TalkSport Fan Network. Our host and editor is Natalie Bromley and the show is produced by Matt Moss. Our resident statistician is Dave Roberts and our FPL expert is Adam Dennett. The analysis show team is collectively Tom Whitaker, Rich Steele, George Poole, Charlotte Rigby and Adam Dennett. Our music is provided by George Gaskell and our newsletter team is headed up by Jamie Smith. If you don't already, you can subscribe to our newsletter by visiting nonenever.substack.com. Thanks as ever go to our partners, TalkSport. We are proud to be associated with the TalkSport Fan Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.